I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Oh, we were the young Americans, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus Speller and Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Luke Moore's also here. All right. And it's the Gene Genie himself, Pete Donaldson. Hello, everybody. Oh, that's <laughs> How you nice. Doing? You all right? You sounded a bit like um, prosecuting attorney Ken, Ken Kratz. Kratz from Making a Murderer. Then. I am Ken Kratz. I am the prize. Get, I am the prize. <laughs> Ready? I have a <laughs> I have an expensive house. Marcus, to get from experience, it's probably best just to let him get this out of the way. Yeah. yeah. And then and then we'll move on. Shall I tell my joke just, I astounded just, just, with you? Uh, ball, for ball. <laughs> Shall I tell a joke? Yeah. Yeah, tell I'll, be, joke. I'll, I'll tell you something now. Jim, neither Jim or I, Marcus wasn't listening, and right. neither Jim or I enjoyed it. But what, please continue. Why don't they call space food BuzzFeed because Buzz Aldrin ate it first? Thousands of reasons. Second. Is the answer. Yeah, yeah, right. second. Yeah, yeah. Old right. Skulls didn't hold back against Manchester United as they laboured to a win against Sheffield United. Don't worry, ladies and gentlemen, I'm in charge. Um, he said, The players are bored, the fans are bored, everyone's bored. You look across at the bench and Van Howe looks bored as well. The chairman of the board. <laughs> Iggy Pop, friends with yeah. him. Mates with Good. David. Yes. Um, now, <laughs> this made me laugh as well. When Van Howe was asked why fans had left early, he replied, maybe because we haven't scored. Maybe the traffic. 
When I was looking at matches to analyse an opponent, I have done that also. I leave the stadium five <laughs> minutes before. You can be very negative, but we're in the next round. Yeah. They're, I mean, no not having it. <laughs> Simply <laughs> not having it. And he did go on to say, what do I have to do now? React to Paul Scholes? You want that? She, yeah, she that's played what... the saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> Big applause. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, how would you make Manchester United more exciting, Jim? Well, um, a big, uh, you know, the, the main part of the criticism really is the tactics, isn't it? It's just that they are incredibly boring to watch. No one's enjoying that. So what I would do, I would harness modern technology. And if within the stands, uh, the fans in the stadium were bored enough, they could, they could use an app to implement the Wheel of Tactics. Okay. Um, so right. you I like what it, Jim. What it would be. I like it. But Louis van Gaal would have to spin the wheel, um, <laughs> grudgingly, no doubt. And there'd just be a different set of tactics on it that they would then have to implement. One would be um, sub on a legend. Uh, every day at Man Paul United. Skulls, if you're going to have a moan exactly, about it, exactly. Skulls, Paul if Skulls. you're going to moan from the sidelines, <laughs> yeah. get yourself on there. Well, Paul Skulls could do a job. Would they have to have another circle for the um, the spinny thing? To get players? Yeah. Do no, you know no, it's no, Carol Pabarski? No. <laughs> Imagine that, though, as you're spinning. Every, oh, it lands on Skulls. Oh, it's landing on Clayton Blackmore. Oh. No, no, no. That would just be, that <laughs> would just be one of the options. Sub on a legend would be one of the options on the board, and every match day would have a designated legend. Right, I assume they'd be doing match like hospitality tours anyway. Yeah, absolutely. You'd have a similar thing with a fan, although that wouldn't be designated. Just a, you know, that would uh, get all the seat guys on, on from the um, front row. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. they'd be, be great. Wicked. They've, you know, they've put a shift in there watching this. They deserve a run. <laughs> and out. they'll have heard all the tactics being shouted. Exactly. Yeah, yeah they're in. The, they understand yeah, it for a long time. Yeah, they've, they've, they've got, got the best seats in the house. Yeah, definitely. So um, also, you'd have attack, attack, attack. So the formation would change. The rule would be that you could only have two players, including the goalkeeper, in their own half at any one time. <laughs> but otherwise, just all out attack. And um, one for them would be to just do a song at the end yeah. so you know yeah. I'm on board with all of this variations yeah. on that the, yeah. the, the wheel of tactics yeah, that's like how it, I'd like change it because he's not going to change it is he an excellent <laughs> start to the show Luke uh, I'd give a Louis van Gaal a saxophone that's it yeah what, just hand it to him yeah so every time he goes to sort of shout he doesn't really do much during the game he sits on mm. his thing with his little clipboard <laughs> so it makes it funnier because he very rarely says anything but when he does say something during a game you just hear so you mean he has to play the saxophone yeah. oh no what, oh, what would be good right was yeah. if it, when giving instructions to the players yeah. different famous saxophone riffs would mean different things well, yeah. 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 Team could, you couldn't work I out mean, what was it's, happening it's yeah. one or two innit it's, it's a careless whisper and it's baby street one means attack one means attack more yeah. it's, actually, <laughs> it's actually a fantastic saxophone um, um, reprieves in um, in Candidate on the David Bowie Diamond Dogs album yeah. okay, apt <laughs> Maybe you can do that it's quite modern, haunting though it's quite haunting there's one in Modern Love that's quite playful it's quite haunting though mm. the one I'm talking about so you can mm. only probably use that um, when they've been knocked out the Champions League quite late <laughs> at night at like 10.30 yeah. at, at Old Trafford when it's dark you give big applause yeah I, I, I think, <laughs> yeah, big applause I would make Louis van Gaal for the rest of the season only able to communicate with anyone at all in football via a saxophone and whether he chooses to allow to play or not it's up to him is he allowed to take out the mouthpiece slash Reed. He can replace the reed when it withers and dies and needs a new one. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. Good. All right, Pete. Um, half and half and half scarves. Yes. What, what's the third half? I was going to say the fans because they are the eleventh man. What are the other two halves? The two teams. The thirds. Okay. You mean that okay. would make everything more exciting? So you chop, try to. You just chop the scarves into thirds. 
Well, you wouldn't chop them. Then you're just making scarves, Mark. Yeah. Mark? Mark. Mark. <laughs> what did you you're get making scarves, Mark. Mark. <laughs> Mark, you're making scarves again. Stop making scarves. Um, oh, if you destroy one scarf, two more scarves appear. Yes. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Mark Chester United. Pete, what's your answer? <laughs> it's half and half and half scarves. Okay. See your BuzzFeed joke again. <laughs> <laughs> How can mine be the worst? I never said it was the worst. You haven't heard mine yet. Yeah, exactly. Oh, half I and see. half and half scarves. Hang on a minute. Don't I make like everything well You mean scarf, but not scarves. Hang on. So the scarves that are sold around. On the grounds, you you would uh, put them into thirds on the on the pattern work. Yes, and it would be the fans, the manager, and the players. Yes, no, it would be the two teams and the fans of y- both teams. Oh, so quarters then? Two canals? No, not quarters. <laughs> no, not quarters. The the the, the fans would be as one. Say they would yogurt. be a one. No, I'm not saying yogurt. Wet yourself. I thought about that. Wet yourself now. To be fair, you could have utilised yogurt. Here. David Bowie and Mick Jagger that, kissing. You that's not get out. That's not in a bed together. <laughs> That's only half libelous now. Okay. Um, half and half and half scarves. <laughs> Marcus, wrestle this back. I this is your fault. You made me restart it. Just no, move on to someone else's. What? No, but I don't Yours, understand what, what's on the scarves. I've just told you the two teams and the crowd. The fans. <laughs> the right. supporters. Okay, silly me. crying out loud. I've got you. Uh, are you Get sure on you, with it. Are you sure you don't want yoghurt? Get on with it. All right, okay. Mine would be uh, everyone throws yoghurt on the pit. No, it would be. Uh, I thought, uh, similar to Jim's, actually, I would have them, I'd have new scarves. Though I would say every time the, ch- the crowd chant attack, which is what they do when they get bored. Attack, attack, mm. attack, attack. It, that's when it's like, right, this is ridiculous. We've got, yeah. to, we've got, to, we've got to act mm. as best we can, so they chant. One of the players has to go over to the dugout, put a fancy dress outfit on as a superhero. Yeah. Every time they receive the ball, they either have to try and take on every opposition player or shoot on sight. No, yeah, I like that. And like act that. like yeah. a superhero. Yeah, that would be fun. A lot of Premier League teams do the thing where, or a lot of teams in general, my, one of my university teams did it, where they, if you have a terrible um, time of it, you have to wear the Brazil... Shirt. Oh yeah. Yes, it's like an ironic thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember seeing a picture. I forget who it was, which team it was now, but it was um, someone quite famous. Who's obviously had a terrible time of it in training the day before. Was wearing a Brazil, um, but the classic um, '98 Brazil shirt. Yeah. And in marker pen, someone had written, "I've had a stinker." And had to wear <laughs> that for the whole training session. I, th- nice. I think Newcastle did that with some leopard print trousers once. It's quite a, co- quite mm. a common thing. Yeah. George R. R. Martin, obviously the guy who wrote Game of Thrones, says that whenever anyone asks him when the next book's going to be out, he kills a Stark. So similarly, every time they chant attack, 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 um, kills Van Harker just just, <laughs> yeah. no, just sub a player off. <laughs> yeah. Just not replace them with anyone, just take a player away. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. you better sort it out, otherwise you're going to be down to eight men. I, yeah. don't, I don't care much for old Scholesy chipping off from the sidelines. It doesn't seem like it was his style back it, it, in the day. Now he's always doing strange, it. isn't it? Yeah. I think he's been just... holding it back yeah. <laughs> for many a year. He, he wouldn't even do so much as an interview, would he? No. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, he wasn't very vocal. But I mean, he saved himself. It's yeah. kind of, it was kind of his job now, and he has to have an opinion, and he's yeah. certainly got very strong opinions about Manchester United. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? The, the, the trap that these pundits have to fall into. Like, mm. I'm sure Robbie Savage doesn't want to be getting dug out by John Terry in press conferences, but mm. it is part of his job to no. have opinions. <laughs> I don't, no, I don't think Savage cares. I'm sure he quite liked that, because it yeah. gave him more publicity. But the Maybe. thing with you, look at those classic United class of, um, class of 92 players. You've got, like, ne- the Neville brothers are doing their management and coaching thing. Beckham doesn't seem to be that bothered about football Valencia. anymore. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're mm. actually doing something, right? Beckham's trying to get his own team in uh, Miami. Is, he, is he still doing that? Yeah, but well, if you let me, I'm, I'm saying to you, he, he, Scholes, cr- Scholes is the only one who seems to be chipping off about football. Um, the others are actually going out doing stuff. Giggs is doing this thing with with United, of course. So, and and I, I would I would have said back in the day, but if I had to predict, Scholes would be the last person to be doing this punditry mm. thing. Cause it's a bit of an odd reversal. It is. Any more for any more? Let's get into the men. 
husk of the show, if you will. Yeah. Lovely. Don't uh, you need to give out some points? No. Yeah. no I, like, I, mean, I, I like your answer, but I would have liked it on a different week. Jim deserves, you? Jim deserves the points. Yeah. I think Pete's got the points. Yeah, oh, no, no, Jim's got God. the points. Give it to Jim for current levels. Hand, hand them yourself. I'm like um, letting Hewitt's important. There you go, Jim. Yeah, there you are. Jim's got the Get points. Get some Hawkeye. Jim's got <laughs> yeah. the, the Ballon de points. Mm. Uh, it's the FA Cup third round. It's it's well underway. It's well underway. Uh, Exeter City drew with Liverpool. My mm. goodness, what a start. The first match of the round, I think. I love Friday night football. I don't care but against modern football people hate me for saying it. I bloody well love it. Yeah. I'm drunk all the time, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's, not my... a, that's not a Friday-specific problem, is no. it? You said that when Monday night football came back. <laughs> 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 well, someone please think of the drunkards. Yeah. Whenever, ask, whenever people ask me to do stuff, I say, but I'll be drunk. <laughs> yeah, that's true, actually. <laughs> do you want to come drinking, Pete? Yeah. Uh, I'm already drunk. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to get drunk? Too late again. Yeah. <laughs> Exeter led twice, but Liverpool forced a replay. Yeah, Plucky <laughs> Liverpool. <laughs> The highlight, <laughs> the highlight was old Kloppo in the uh, little tea kitchen. It yeah. was. Enjoyed that. Very understrength Liverpool side. Yeah. Under, not not understrength, just bloody young. They, they yeah. started with the second youngest uh, team in their history and they ended the match with their youngest team Oldest ever. Team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did young, they really? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, with That's their good. youngest team in their history. That uh, is crazy, uh, isn't it, The Jim? last time it was like 62. Mm. It was like in anywhere close. 22 years old and something. Home scoring from a corner for Exeter. Yeah, another nightmare for Bogdan, that. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Pitch was like a flipping Bogdan, wasn't it? it was. Enri- Enrique had a, had a poor time of it as well. <laughs> some point from Grace. I'd wondered where he was and why he had become so invisible, and now no, my no questions one. have been answered. Yeah. yeah. I, I like our, our. I'm pretty sure every, the striker wondered where he was on that goal as well. <laughs> every time one of my I get a favourite player, they always leave and just mess their lives up. So Jose Enrique, who's, yeah. who's next on your, yeah. on your hit list? It'll be yeah. Mitrovic. It'll be Mitrovic. Oh, yeah, really, won't it? yeah, and he's prime candidate for yeah. it, by the way. Yeah. Have you, he's Mitrovic, not even sold, to be fair. No. Has Mitrovic become your favourite player just because you really want him to be good, or yeah, is it yeah. based on anything you've oh, actually yeah, seen him do? As, yeah, I had that with Nugent, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Uh, the, the Exeter keeper, Olenik, I think it was, made a fantastic save from mm. a Benteke header in that game. Oh, that was inc- uh, that was brilliant. The one-handed yeah. one was that. I, it was top. close range. Oof. Goal yeah. ke- goalkeepers at all levels of professional football, to me, largely seem good. Bogdan? Yeah. Uh, I would like to reserve um, a special exception for Bogdan. <laughs> yeah. It's all about decision-making, isn't it? I don't think he's that's, good. That's where yeah. everyone falls down. I don't think he's good, and I don't think Federici's very good either. And I've, actually, I don't think Gazaniga's that good for Salamander. Yeah, there's not that many good keepers. <laughs> no, but whenever you, whenever you Luke see... Luke gets the points. No, whenever you see, like, a, a, if you, you see like a high-profile uh, game between a, a top Premier League team and, in this mm. case, a League Two team, invariably, and it normally happens around this sort of weekend of the season and the third round of the FA Cup, invariably, a keeper or two impresses. And you think, yeah. how they play at such a low level. I think the standard of goalkeepers generally is a lot higher than it is outfield players at that level. Yeah, I'd have that. You'd have that, wouldn't you? I but would. Bogdan had, had, had yet another game he would he would rather forget. I would have thought. Mm. Mm, it's unfortunate for him, isn't it? Because it is difficult to stay, uh, or to just stay in any stay sort sharp. of form yeah, if you're yeah. not playing. And yeah, of course. That, uh, direct from a corner against Exeter. Mm. <sighs> It's, yeah, not, it's not ideal. It is not ideal, and it's it's not ideal for Liverpool to have to play another game. Club mm. looked like he couldn't Clock believe, believe it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I, I think it was almost like he didn't know the rule. Yeah, he even said, <laughs> "I can't believe we have to play another game." I heard him on the Five Live this morning <laughs> saying, basically, for no reason. Um, so I, I presume he was talking because Liverpool, because there's Premier League games this week. Mm. He was just going, oh, basically warning Pep Guardiola. Oh, that's stop, right. Stopping short of just saying, don't come here. <laughs> there's, there's way too many games. <laughs> yeah, they play all through the winter and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He didn't realise, or perhaps people who know him didn't realise there was a second leg of the, the League Cup semi-final. Mm. I think when they won the game, everyone's going, oh, you're going back to Wembley. 
And he's like, no, there's another leg to play. Yeah. Crazy. They, I mean, the fact that they've got to play extra again, I mean, it's a loss for them near the injury list they've got, but really they should is. have won the game. I mean, he had players like Milner and Lucas on the bench. He could have played a slightly stronger team and they would have bypassed that it's need for a replay. slightly hopefully. disrespectful to Exeter as well, I suppose you could argue. Um, in that, that clearly, they assumed they would just brush them aside. Yeah, I guess they did. I, I, I don't know whether Klopp just thought... I don't of, think that's disrespectful. But, but one, one well, of the they is, didn't win the game. He's got to manage his squad, hasn't he? If he's got loads of injuries and he's thinking, right, we've got the Premier League, we're playing... You know, against the League League Two size, uh, you know they yeah. should be beating the League Two size. Yeah, but as, as Luke said, though, they had players on the bench that could have made a difference. And you got to have some sort of, you know. I mean, you know, I, I agree with I, I, I agree with Marks on this point. I'll tell you why because I, mean, I remember a Mick McCarthy side a while back getting in a bit of trouble for fielding what was deemed an understrength side because yeah. they in the cup because they wanted to try and stay in the Premier League. Mm. Now. If Jürgen Klopp fields what is clearly an understrength side there against Exeter in the FA Cup, presumably because he wants to protect his players, because he wants to achieve something in the league, is that not exactly the same principle? Mm. Ha, that's why you've that's why you've always got to back a manager to pick whatever teams he wants, mm. players he wants, even if it is a bunch of teenagers, because he is the manager of the team, and those players are on the books at Liverpool, presumably because they're mm. either going to be good enough yeah. or they are already good enough, and so the manager's got to be completely trusted. Yeah, and you can't have an official position on players being rubbish. No, it's not how it works. It's not for anyone else to say. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think I think when people say it's disrespectful. And I know you're not one of these people, Jim, and no. I know you, you, you weren't saying that, but it strikes me as the kind of, you know, that, that old boys club, the Sam Allardyce's types. Mm. Soft when, German. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, that's disrespectful. Yeah. No, the team that that person's managing, just because he's a mate of yours, yeah. they're mm. in a few divisions below. Yeah. They shouldn't have to play the full strength side. They're not playing no. Barcelona in the, in the Champions League or something. Yeah. yeah. And, to be, and to be fair, I think, you know, Benteke is clearly a top line, in theory at least, though he's not in great form at the moment, but it's a, a, a top a top level striker, mm. international striker. Bogdan's played in the Premier League and yeah. came from a Championship side, which are still a, a couple of divisions above Exeter um, Laurie um, was on loan at Villa I believe there are players around there, that team of course there were some we never heard of but there were players who have been who, who have featured in, in those games and the, the guy who played up front with Benteke certainly played before um, so th there were still players of quality there and I, I don't think Exeter City would care their fans certainly didn't seem to care no. you know, in the 10 years time if they beat Liverpool no one's going to say oh yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. you remember the team it was no one's going to care it'll just be <laughs> Exeter beat Liverpool in the cup and they're in the fourth round that's, and, and that's the most important thing for them and the replay will g give them a fair whack of money as well mm. I, that was interesting actually because mm. um, I, I heard a bit of a, a, a myth bust on that and, and you're right about the Anfield thing but mm. um, the guy from Eastleigh was saying you know, people think we make a load of money from getting a big team and getting a record attendance at our own ground. Right, but yeah. actually, we have to pay so much more for police and so much more for other stuff that we don't yeah, actually end up yeah. making that much. Right. So they want their way to Yeah, basically, they yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, uh, they, they do. do. And, and, we, and we had the hat. We did. We, we did have yeah, the hat. The hat he, wasn't sure, he wasn't sure what he was going to go for. He was going to go for either the wax hat or the, the Popeye hat, but we got yeah. the Popeye hat. Did you, hear what, did you hear what he said about why he does it? He said that he, did yeah, it for, he does it for his players, and his players look at me and see me dress a lot more snappily than the other manager. As far as they're concerned, we're already one nil up. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Let's hope they get Wickham Wanderers. Yeah, that'd Gareth be great. Ainsworth is a suave, suave man. <laughs> yeah. He should become sort of like English football's official stylist. He used man to be looks amazing. He used to be in like a pub rock covers band when he was at QPR. I know that. Really? I don't know if he still is, but yeah. he, he definitely was. There was a nice piece on Tisdale, like just talking about his influence, how he's turned on the Swansea job a couple of times because he he, he wants he's got five, he's got loads of five year plans, and he's like the second. Second longest uh, yeah, running he's been manager. There a long time. He's he he's second on to Wenger, isn't he? Wow. And, 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 he he, he's in, and he's involved in everything, even like the kit lady. Apparently, yeah. he he deals he's with her contract. <laughs> <laughs> he's involved with her with her contract and stuff like that because he, yeah, he, yeah. he sees it as important and he gets involved in every every aspect of the club. Yeah. So he's, he's a, a footballing he's alter. A yeah, he is. Mm. He, and and he basically said he didn't enjoy his footballing career, but he loves managing, and that's that's his life. Would you call him a good football man? 
Yeah. I would come a solid football chap. I'd yeah. go for. I don't particularly enjoy my football career either. So <laughs> yeah. Good enough. solid football chap. Yeah, well, he's, El, got, he's, got, he's got his replay back at An- back at Anfers. He has. He has. Yeah. Oxford United won't need a replay against Swansea. What a game! That was League game of, two, Oxford United. That was game of the weekend for me. Brilliant, wasn't it? I'm, really I'm, enjoyable. I'm surprised there weren't more cup upsets because the Premier oh, League has been, well, because the Premier League has been a one big cup upset. Yeah, yeah, everyone can beat everyone else. I just think the yep. cup just went nah. I think yeah. we were close. I mean, we'll go through them, of course. But but Oxford United, yes, that was that was without a doubt an upset. <laughs> um, uh, and you could say the roof was on fire. It was. He was. He was indeed. Came yes. roof. Highly rated. I'm sure other mm. people have said that. I've yeah. not heard them, so that I is think, an original thought. The always excellent <laughs> Kelly Wells said it. I think this, oh, this week. Yeah. Kindred Spirits. New <laughs> Jamie Vardy. <laughs> New Jamie Vardy. <laughs> Technically on the payroll. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great minds. Except. It was a fantastic, fantastically paced game, and it was exactly what you wanted from a cup tie because Oxford kept getting their noses in front. Yeah. And Swansea had to well, get they went one 0 down. Up. Yeah, no, but they got. The, didn't they go two one, then three one? They did. Yeah, yeah, and then that, and then obviously that Swansea had to open themselves up, and that made for a lot more interesting the, encounter. The pace Roof had, you know, it's one of the. It's a real leveler. If mm. you got a player that quick, it mm. can absolutely just cause carnage. And pace that's, is that's pace exactly in. what happened. Would you? Were you? Were you pleased for Big John to get in the start? He hasn't been around the team. Well, yeah, so, uh, recently, what is, what's your official position on Big John? You are he's my he's <laughs> biggest fan, literally, as far as I know. He yeah. needs to go and save Newcastle United. Come on in. <laughs> Come on in, John. What's that, John? Your career's only halfway ruined. <laughs> <laughs> we just want someone to take some shots. <laughs> someone who, who might care a little. Mm. Uh, who's not aware of the television I was, schedule. I was very pleased for Michael Apton as well because he mm. was. Yeah, ex Pompey. Yeah, but he obviously had no chance of doing any sort of job at Portsmouth because they were a basket case at the time. So I'm pleased he didn't get his made it in the sun. <laughs> this round of the FA Cup highlights are always really funny because in any post match interview, it's like ex Pompey. I thought that, yeah. Swimming around yeah. that <laughs> level of football. <laughs> They're men of the world, not you regular rabble. They love a bit of that. Hash, hashtag travel. Wicker Wanderers, they drew on all with Aston Villa. Mm. Oh, we tipped up Wicker Wanderers to beat Aston Villa in yeah. the previous show. Well, you know. They were very close. You see, I know obviously that's not an upset, but it's still a great draw. Yeah. That's again, the, again not what Villa want. Park, that's, that's great for those players. Yeah, but like <laughs> Villa are thinking, all oh. right, let's let's take care of this lot, mm. and it might give us a bit of encouragement, <laughs> might give it a bit of a give us a bit of a boost. Am I, am I right in saying the only games? This, I have to say this out loud to make sure it's right. The only games Villa have won this season are the opening day of the season, the league, and then beating Birmingham in the League Cup. I think it's. I think. And that's like I think that was on the twenty second of September. That must be so annoying for Birmingham. But wasn't like the trouble. They're doing all right now. But wasn't like the trouble at the end started because Guzan and Lescott were having a chewing gum spitting competition My in the God. dugout. That's why. I, yeah. I saw some fans started bashing on the back of the uh, back of the dugout, and then um, Guzan Guzan and Lescott turned the f off. So Gee, that's they? how it all started. And that's why Mika Richards had to go over. And uh, I mean, it's not ble- what you want to see. I mean, bless him. He, well, I feel sorry for Richards. Well, yeah. I feel sorry for him. Like technically, he was you know in the England lineup. He played, played in the Olympics, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, but did he play uh, for Team GB? Did he? He did. He did. And like, um, he's feeling against. Well, he was he was captain of Manchester City. Yeah. Then I think Zabaleta took over from maybe. Yeah, he and then, been there and then he went to Fiorentina, and, Fior- and Fiorentina went were back three. So then he was just out. Yeah, <laughs> and and he's just and now he's at Villa, having a, a twenty-seven, being the captain of a team. Yeah. Is he that the, look like they're going down? Is he the new really King of England? <laughs> he's, he's an unlucky man. Yeah, he is unlucky. I well, mean, I just think he's got to take responsibility for himself <laughs> <laughs> for the choices yeah. he's made. Yeah, there's I mean, a man wearing that t-shirt. 
<laughs> Carry on. He was a uh, he was a right back at City, as you say, and mm. I think the, the assumption of, of Richards was always that he'd move into the centre, mm. and it's not been going so well for Villa. And uh, Remy Gard played him on the right, and I know it's against a lower you know lower division op- opposition, but he he looked way more at home mm. than right back, yeah, and he's certainly time, yeah. an upgrade on Alan Hutton. Yeah. In that, but he's been Hutton's been a problem. Um, for, for Villa all season he's not, he's not been playing well and teams have been targeting him even I don't and think maybe moving him back out is, is actually a smart move Villa fans seem to want that to happen even though he's probably him and um, Le, uh, him and uh, Lescott are probably the best the, the best centre-backs even though mm. they need uh, they need someone on the right as well I do feel sorry for Richards he, he, he's trying yeah. at least you know I, I, I don't know what the state of play is with a lot of those um, Aston Villa players, but Richard does come across as someone who really, really cares and is trying. I mean, they, the other week, I think was it, they lost 3-2 at home or something, and he scored. The joy and kind of uh, outpouring of emotion when he scored yeah. just showed you how much he cares. And so yeah. for him to go over to the fans and then to berate him and start chanting, you're not fit to wear the shirt, I think direct that at somebody else. Yeah. You know. He doesn't want to be at this end of the Premier League. This is... Nobody does. Him, isn't it? Well, of course nobody does, but he's mm. someone who really looked like he was... I mean, he looked like he could be an England captain at points when he was really, really young. You mm. know, he, he has... He has oh, he was physical, very, very highly rated. Yeah, his physical attrib- attributes are absolutely amazing. It was a while amazing. ago now, though. It, it absolutely, was. it was. But he's still, what, 27? So he's going to be thinking, come on, I can, I can do this at a high level. And it must be so frustrating to be in a team where... It's just you know going so badly. It, show, it shows you actually what um, sort of confidence and momentum can do. This weekend of football, the football season is a really good example of that because you've got Exeter um, is the exception aside. You've got um, Oxford United who are doing quite well, Swans who are doing terrible, and that manifested mm-hmm. itself. Yeah. Uh, Wicker Wanderers are doing well, they're sixth in League Two, Villa are in a, a terrible state, and that manifested itself. Eastleigh are flying high in the conference, and Bolton are in a terrible state, and they managed to, to do something. So it, it can happen. I mean, uh, we were probably a little bit, maybe a goal or two short of a really upset. Saturday, <laughs> yeah, uh, but Sunday obviously delivered on that. But it was very interesting to see to get the the, the the games and the goals and stuff like that. It certainly was. E- I mean, Eastleigh, that was incredible, wasn't oh, it? They were what on a pitch. The, oh yeah. dear, we talked about on the preview show about <laughs> yeah. how uh, groundsmen should be taking rakes and pickaxes and bazookas to their pitch. Need to Eastleigh? No. no, it was already well. Clearly, they yeah. prepared it well in advance, and they were they were cruising until Shola Ramiobi came on. Yeah, and he well, missed a good chance. Just to show everyone how not to do it. Yeah. That's that's. Don't worry, I was offside. You weren't offside. Do you reckon, yeah. when, he, do you reckon when he missed that chance, he was going? I was worried people wouldn't recognise me. <laughs> <laughs> but the equalise the one of the greatest moments. I'll go as far to say of the weekend I've ever seen in football. <laughs> wow, Eastley. The fan on the pitch, oh, was brilliant. who nearly became a part of the attack. The ref didn't yeah. even ref saw it and let it carry on. <laughs> yeah, give it, give it the old advantage. At one point, I was, it was going on, and I thought. If that ball drops to him, he's going to put that in. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to put that. In. And, and he was keeping up with playing. I was thinking, yes. And it, the ball, unfortunately, went out the other way. And then the fan just sort of tried to put the brakes yeah. on, and he slid. Yeah. Of course, two points on, on that. His- Bottom. One when he came on, he was so happy, had his arms up in the air. At yeah. the same time, the referee was doing the advantage sign, so I thought they were doing the same thing. Yeah, the referee's going, Go on, son, get him on. <laughs> Secondly, be a hero. The only man who's ever come on the field to emulate a referee rather than a player. <laughs> Secondly, he did what we've all done in the past, usually as children. He's gone onto some wet and muddy grass yeah. in a normal pair of shoes yeah. and tried to stop suddenly. Yeah. It's not happening. Yeah. No. You're ending up on your backside. Well, I tell you what, if, he, if, he'd have, if the ball had dropped to him and he put that away, that would be the greatest moment in the history oh, of football. Yeah. It would have been brilliant. <laughs> Could you imagine, though, how genuinely annoyed that Eastleigh would have been? Like, if, if their chance at going 2 0 up had slipped away. No, because I think of they that. would all celebrate. If he if <laughs> had put that in, Danny Baker would have dusted off the old VHS video. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of Danny, there, there is a clip uh, from a Danny Baker, um, you know, when he used to do the old videos, as you say. And it was 
it was a big game. It might have been at like Derby County or something in the 70s where a fan actually gets a shot away. Yeah. It came on the pitch. <laughs> How does he do with it? Um, I like it, it, it's not a bad effort. But I mean, it sort of calmly goes into the keeper's arms. On target. Yeah. On target. That's one. Um, does but, that get added to the total? But when, yeah. he, when he did it, though, uh, as, he, as he does it, the <laughs> defender is, is near him and the defender kicks him right up in the air. <laughs> so unfair. It's a different time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, late in that game as well, when Bolton equalised, um, Bolton fan managed to get on the TV gantry and oh, start conducting uh, the Bolton fans. Oh, that's magnificent. It was just, yeah. There's a lot of fan what interaction a, yeah. in there. FA Cup's about Correct. complete okay, anarchy. Yeah. You but just don't get that in the Champions League. Well, I mean, I mean to be fair, Bolton's financial affairs, they're in complete oh. anarchy as well. Yeah. It's but like 14 to 7. <laughs> we're going to buy their training ground. It's, just, the, it's madness. You're saying we're the replay's better Bolton's for Bolton's training ground. The, yeah, yeah, yeah we're gonna, apparently going to lease. They've already sold off, for, I think, four million worth of their offices, Bolton. So they're just selling the, 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 oh, the family the jewels, really. Um, yeah, Lennon, was, bad, Lennon yeah. was interviewed before the game on Five Live because he obviously didn't want the game to go ahead because the pitch is in such a terrible state. Um, and the referee was interviewed slightly before him and uh, I could tell even though it was on the radio that he had a little clip <laughs> in his eye yeah. well the player's safety is the most important thing you know and you know but people have travelled a long way you know he, he's basically saying We're, this, this is happening <laughs> this is happening yeah. and Neil Lennon said um, the, the problem is Bolton are in a situation where if anyone makes an offer for any of our players we've got to accept it and I was yeah. like right that is probably understood because Bolton are in terrible financial strain don't say that on yeah, the radio yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. the transfer window is open now don't say that on the radio yeah, right. I, mean? Well, I mean they are bottom of the championship so yeah, they're, <laughs> so they're, they're really really clawing their way through oh, dearie me yeah no, I, I'm glad that one went ahead yeah, mm. I am too. Definitely. Yeah. My poor old mate, he's Newport County fan. Yeah. Their first third round of the FA Cup for, a, well, it might be their first ever or certainly for a long, long time, travelled to Newport from London, called off. Oh. Was it? No. Shame. Dear, oh dear. Shame, shame. Could, could they bid for that player? That, that play, could they bid for that fan who ran on the pitch? <laughs> I mean, he showed around me over. Yeah, she saw him up. He's got a bit of pace. I mean, yeah. in those in those trainers as well, on that yeah. bloody pitch, he was keeping up with exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. Bobble hat as well. Good for bobble slight hat. tackles. Yeah, absolutely, Jim. <laughs> oh, Bristol City were close. Yeah, that was against that was West Brom. Sickner. Um, injury time equaliser. His name escapes me. The, the guy who manages Bristol City, we always hate on. Cottrell. Oh, Cottrell, yeah. Yeah, he was. He yeah, was you so, hate on him. Yeah. I'll tell you why. He's a great example because after this game, he was saying that, like, um, that West Brom should have never had the chance to put the ball in the net. And it's yeah. like, it's like, well, there was a free kick with like 30 seconds left, like 25 yards out we from goal. We claimed it was five seconds. Yeah. That was his issue. The referee's not going to blow up after giving that free <laughs> yeah, kick. He's not going to give him the, the free kick and then go, right, that's it. That's full time. Defend it. You've got to defend it. There's no excuse for that. <laughs> <laughs> defend wow. it. Yeah, I've got to defend it. You're not in the dressing room, yeah. Luke. Take wow. that, Bristol City. <laughs> you monsters. In many ways, this, in many ways, this studio is like a, a classic football dressing room. <laughs> Do you think? There's banter flying around. Yeah. There's a loud man <laughs> who and, smells of links. And Pete's very muddy. <laughs> <laughs> smells of links. I got the old links Africa for Christmas, didn't I? Standard. Lovely, lovely. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Uh, all... Portsmouth for close, Luke. I ruined that, didn't I? You did. <laughs> you, texted, yeah. you texted the WhatsApp group. Portsmouth away to Ipswich. Championship Ipswich. Portsmouth went 2-1 up with five minutes left and I tweeted something, get in there, Pompey. 86 minutes, Ipswich ignited. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what they think that means. Yeah. Oi. You, yeah. You, you texted the WhatsApp group saying, I've kept quiet until now, which yeah. is what Keegan said before I said that little bit. <laughs> that's what I was saying. Keegan. That's literally what I was saying. I should have, t- I should have messaged you. Will you win the game, Luke? Yes. Oh, oh no. yeah. <laughs> my word, Luke. Will they win? Yeah. Yes. My, my theory on the Portsmouth thing, just to just to bore you all to death very quickly, is Please. that 
I, I when when um, this was drawn, I was like, oh, "This is a terrible draw for Portsmouth yeah, because not, yeah. it's not going to be on TV. They're going to get beaten." It's not a glamour one. Then about a half hour before the game, I thought, "Actually, Ports, one of Portsmouth's biggest problems this season, especially at home in the league, is that they're they're expected to win, right? And so other teams tend to set up really negatively and make it hard for them." And I was thinking, if they play someone slightly better than them, they're not going to do that because mm. the, the pressure is going to be on them. I only saw the highlights and it looked like that's what happened it's which came out unexpected to win and Portsmouth were able to play their stuff and Portsmouth actually played some nice football mm. so I actually think in the in the replay at Fratton Park Ipswich will be expected to win again it might work out well for Portsmouth so we'll see how they get in the draw but I'd love them to get past um, Ipswich and get a Premier League team well if they get past Ipswich oh you got it there at home to Bournemouth oh <laughs> fancy oh. that could be lovely a South Coast lovely derby lovely that would be fantastic yeah. if, 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 they, if they can do that <laughs> that would be uh, very very good indeed uh, Hartlepool were unlucky against Derby Pete Darrison's Hartlepool that's yeah. right yeah and, and Cloughs as well <laughs> yeah Derby are in great nick at the moment though, aren't they I know Darren Bent with the last uh, not last minute it was certainly towards the I'm end pretty sure the Hartlepool went ahead in that game yeah, yeah. Well. absolute screamer there was some like lovely goals Lewis Harkins Lewis Harkins he was on he was on Spennymoor what for Christmas is that an actual place Spennymoor yeah Where's that? Near Hartlepool. <laughs> it sounds like local dialect for Weatherspoon. I got the Spennymo, that's the posh supermarket, <laughs> to spend a bit more. It's to spend spend is it not the fictional village in the Bash Street, kids? <laughs> what is the fictional village? Is there a village? I don't know. I'm just Olive's 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 the tea lady. Just um, mm. No, uh, he was he was playing at Spanish for a, for a bit, and uh, he, he's back in the team, and uh, he, he performed very well. Man did, of he match. Score, did he score that goal? Uh, no, I think it was man of match. Okay, well, that I goal was set, a beauty. Did he set it up? Did he set it up? I think he set it up. He might well have like done. The way the way Shola set up that Pura goal. <laughs> <like> that. <laughs> Excellent. Darren Darren Bent though, like they rotated their squad and brought Darren Bent into well, no. the fold. Yeah. You forget about England him, don't strikers you? fall like stones sometimes. Uh, Darren Bent, I think Darren Bent led the line against Portsmouth in the League Cup, and Portsmouth beat them at Fratton Park. And he played up front with Andres Wyman, I think. But, but, but Derby are in much better form now than they were then. They're doing oh, yeah. very well. Clement, I think they were a bit shocked Clement first half. doing well. Uh, Doncaster, they were close against mm. Stoke, weren't they? Lovely finish from Peter Crouch. Yeah, good to see him, Jim. And Johnny Walters as well. Oh, yeah, no, Beauty. it was good to see Crouch. Crouch was on um, on the Tottenham Leicester punditry, wasn't he? Was. Yeah. He's, he's a very likable man. He, he is. is. He is. Um, I think it was, I think was it Trevor Sinclair and Mark Lawrence made the point on on match three on Saturday. Mark Lawrence made a point. Yeah, <laughs> talked about a Stephen point. Penis. That shirt um, was absolutely shameless as well. Yeah. That was a real story. Yeah, that's why he said Stephen Penis. He had to take the heat off his shirt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was saying that there'll be there'll be Premier League clubs looking to try and take Crouch on loan because he's not getting a sniff at, at Stoke otherwise. Is yeah, he? and that, that makes sense. I mean, he'd be a Does. very very good sign if some of the teams down there. Maybe Villa. God, maybe you wouldn't take he's that played there before. But yeah, but it just, just suckled the joy out of your life going down there. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> um, Doncaster midfielder Richard Chaplow was spotted by some Stoke fans on a, on the train on on his way home. This is great, and uh, they were singing "You Look Like a Thumb," at him, which he bald. does. Yeah, he's bald because he's got alopecia, which is a bit of a shame. Yeah. Oh, yeah. look at you on high alert after yeah. the Andy called debacle. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, no, the reason... I'm not having this Luke Moore. The, reason... <laughs> the new improved Moore <laughs> 2. positive Luke Moore. I just take a lot more notice of medical ailments now. That's all. I've, I've learned from my mistakes. I was about to tell you did the same, Pete Donaldson. <laughs> Um, the reason, no, the reason I know this is because I was actually present. Ooh, I don't think he does look like a thumb. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more like a little finger. <laughs> Possibly an egg, but not a thumb. I know this because I was there for his debut. I think. Oh, yeah. like, I think he made his debut for Burnley at Fratton Park in about. So I saw his medical certificate. <laughs> he was drinking and, his alopecia medicine. And alopecia's Richard Chaplow right. at number seven. And he <laughs> suffered from alopecia very, very shortly after that. You've right. had a good shell before, Newcastle's yeah. finest player. <laughs> Shelby. 
Shall we? God. Um, this was a strange uh, quote from uh, Jordan Shakiri recently. Well, we're on the subject of Stoke City. Recently lifting the lid on uh, Roberto Mancini's methods of treating injured players at Inter. Because Shakiri had a few injury problems at Inter. Mm. He's, he's done okay at Stoke so far. And he tells a tale which includes the following. I drove for half an hour in a car to have been manipulated by an old man, but he did not help me at all. Right. He went on to say, at Stoke there are seven physios and everything is in a professional manner. What on earth is going on at Inter? to drive off to see any old strange mountain men. Has Mancini He'd got... fit in a yurt, to be fair. Shakiri, he's very tiny. Has Mancini got a, um, a, a sort of checkered track record when it comes to treating players with injuries? Because didn't he fall out with Craig Bellamy at Man City? Was that Mancini? Everyone falls out of Craig Bellamy. Yeah, players. I might be getting this wrong because it might well, not have been Mancini. Well, didn't he? Yeah, Tevez falls out of everything, doesn't what's he? It? Yeah, but what's he got what, against well. stocky, stocky players? Well, Bellamy, what does he? Bellamy, at one point at Man City, Bellamy was in real trouble because he had that knee injury and he had to do his own fitness regime. And it was mm. one, one of the managers at Man City told him he couldn't do it and he had to train with the group. And I think it was Mancini. Mm. So it, there might be a bit of a track record. Do you there. think he was manipulated by an old man? Well, we're, we're, the best of us have been. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, for that. all of football has been manipulated by an old man. <laughs> that is very <laughs> true. <laughs> agree on that. Very true. Uh, Everton beat Dagenham at Redbridge 2 0. Uh, the highlight of that game was clearly the cat that ran onto cat the, on pitch. the pitch. I love that. Goalkeeper think, Joel Robles had to deal with it. You would think, hearing about it, that this happened at Dagenham and Redbridge. Nah, but it happened at Goodison Park. It's crazy, like, isn't it? The proper spirit of the FA Cup <laughs> is <laughs> even, you know, even the animals can sense it. How did it get in there? But do you know what, though, right? If that was a Premier League game. Scudamore would be doing his nothing. Well, I that paid for a ticket that cat did. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 Do you know what I mean? They've got maybe they need the cat's image right. Yeah. Even though the Premier League, best, in case best, it comes back, best give you pause for thought. Best, Thank you very much. <laughs> best animal on the pitch since our chicken in the cape at Blackburn. Yeah, that oh, yeah. was good. Which is criminally oh, underrated. Yeah, mm. underrated. There was a uh, chicken at Porto one. as well that loads of I think substitutes chased and they couldn't catch it and they all tripped over. Yeah. It was brilliant. Was it Lazio the pig and the scooter? Was that Lazio? Sorry, what? No, at the same time. It was San Barcelona, yeah. San Siro, A pig's head that was thrown at Luis Figo. The scooter was a San Siro. The scooter was a San Siro and the pig's head was a classical. I like that the scooter was a San Siro. I like that the scooter was a... No, you're right. The scooter as in a Vespa or as in the Europop artist. Scooter! I think it's the Vespa, yeah. Whereas the pig driving the scooter did happen at Benfica. Yeah. Which everybody missed. No, it flies around the stadium at Benfica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On a horrible trebuchet. Oh dear! Mm. And then it's punched by a Newcastle we, fan. We had a, we had a few yeah. um, we had a few tweets after last week saying that, that a lot of people are into live action role play, saying it's great to get a mensch for medieval weaponry. Yeah, but they, uh, they actually and, and, gave you a couple of tips, and they on, on medieval armor, Pete. I think they did. I mean, I, I, I was merely talking about the horse armor of the video game Skyrim, similar sort of thing. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's all oldy worldy, isn't it? But I know you learned a lesson. In, uh, lightning when... bolt. <laughs> lightning, lightning bolt. bolt. Lightning bolt. Are we all good? Yeah, we're yeah. just Can throwing, throwing, back? throwing lightning bolts at you, mate. Yeah. Warsaw, that was an upset away to Brentford. How's yeah. a Polish team allowed in the FA Cup? <laughs> well done, Luke. Well done. Thanks. Now, and there was another upset as well. The Shrews bounced back after losing 7-1 last week to spring an upset against Cardiff they City. They were heroes. Away. More animals on the pitch. Yeah. No, that's their nickname, the Shrews. <laughs> I'm fully aware of that. <laughs> 11 Shrews on the pitch. <laughs> And the, pace on the, the pace on them was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. It was great. Yeah. It really was great. Old uh, friend of the Ramble, Murray James, was uh, texting me. Make sure you give us a bit. I said, you've had your mention. Yeah. And then I thought, actually, that's a, that's fair. It's a good win away from home. 7-1 mm. they lost last week. Yeah, exactly. Bouncing back. Uh, the old Pardew and Palace, they march on. Beat Southampton. Uh, Another now, Pardew derby. I've kept pretty quiet up till now. Yeah. And I'm just going <laughs> to leave this here. And yeah, you can on. inspect it if you want. Okay. Mm. Southampton have lost eight in the last ten. That's all I'm saying. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Coombe, yeah. Right. You're you allowed could that. come under pressure. I'm not on high alert yet. 
but I've moved it up to medium. Yeah, okay. okay. Well, Palace There's blood are, in it. Palace are, <laughs> yeah. Palace are at home to Stoke. Okay. In the next round. Another, pre- another yeah. really boring old Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> the BBC will definitely put on TV. Yeah, that, that, that is a that is a tasty one, isn't it? Um, and uh, oh, uh, yeah, Watford beat Newcastle one 0 Cracking ball from one Alden pick. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Klopp. split the defence right. Newcastle were better actually. May, but, but, I mean, yeah, you can say that Delia blue in the face, but you got to put the ball in there, haven't you? No, uh, I didn't. I didn't I'm say so, they won. I said I'm they were better. <laughs> I'm sort of thinking that Klopp maybe was possibly gone to Newcastle because it was touted that he was one of the names in, in the frame. Never going to happen. No. But maybe that's why he got confused about the later rounds of the, the Cups. Oh, I see. Because he's never seen Newcastle get past the third round yeah, of anything. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Is it right that they've not won an FA Cup match since 2012? Yeah. Sorry, I, I, I don't even know that for sure, but I'm fairly certain that's the case. <laughs> dreadful. Yeah, would you like us to move on to a different competition? Bloody dreadful. It wasn't Brighton. It's usually Brighton. Let's move on to the Scottish Cup. And an athletic four. Hamilton Academicals won. The League Two side beat the Premiership team handsomely. That's an upset, boys. There's your upset. 4-1 as well. No mucking about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And another. Scottish, <laughs> Scottish Cup getting in on the act. Of course it is. Loving it north of the border. Hearts played the dandies, didn't they, at yeah. home? 1-0. Lovely yeah. old job. We'll see what happens in the league, big boy. Yeah. We'll no, the, the league's on. Yeah, it is. The oh, league's t- on. Marcus t- probably thinks they get three points for that, do you? The double's on, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> and you as an Arsenal fan should know that. Um, shush I t- I, I, um, <laughs> don't I sh- be bringing that curse around here yeah, yeah. I saw the inimitable um, the uh, inimitable Andy Brassel a week or two ago touting potentially touting Spurs for the double at 100 to 1 yeah okay yeah. Andy Brassel yeah. <laughs> oh no he should know yeah, better actually no it? keep it up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Arsenal at home to Burnley in the next round of the FA Cup June. Yep. so you'll scrape a 1-0 there <laughs> Um, shall we go to La Liga where uh, there were some bigger scores mm. yes Real Madrid Zidane's Real Madrid beat Devil Tivo 5-0 oh, that's more like it that sounds t- nice doesn't it a tough start to his management career <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's really he's really but slumming Devil, it isn't but he? Devil Tivo actually aren't doing that bad this season it's sort of 7th or something like that yeah. so it's not like it was um, one of the sides who were bottom of the league mm. but everyone suddenly I, I, I'd like to think they were all like little schoolboys wanting to impress the, the cool <laughs> teacher or something oh we've got to play well for Zidane it's like when uh, do you remember that clip of um of Zlatan on the same field as uh, Ronaldo, and he's just staring at him. Yeah, like original Ronaldo, and it, proper yeah. Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah, Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah, And he's just staring at him. Yeah. So it's just, oh God. Which is seldom do you see Ibrahimovic act like that yeah. to another human being. Any what, kind of deference would be welcome from that man. Yeah. Do you think? No, come on. <laughs> Never changed, Zlatan. What about? Um, Cristiano Ronaldo in all this. Not only has he just missed out on the Ballon d'Or again to, to Lionel Messi mm. or Lionel Messi, but you would imagine Ronaldo sort of tapping on people, tapping on the, the Madrid players on, on the shoulders with his stats compared to Zidane's. I know he's great, but um, <laughs> not, as, not as many goals. I mean, he's sort of midfielder. Played a little bit deeper than me, yeah. but yeah, I, I suppose I played. But oh, I mean, I'm what, a midfielder as well. What about that vo- he is good. I mean, he's good. What Had a good about, career. What about that volley in the final, Cristiano? No, no. Well, I scored <laughs> in the final as well, that penalty. So, again, similar. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, just enjoy both of us. finals, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, like, I, I mean, Carlos whipped the ball in and he just took it first time. Yeah. And like, no, no. I'll, I'll hit that tree. Can't do that either, can you, Cristiano? Right. No. Can you imagine what Ronaldo's doing right now? Because, you know, as we've, as we've gone to, not air, but the studio, he's just lost out on the Ballon d'Or again. He'll be fuming, won't he? Press well, ups. He, he won't know what to do. But yeah, it'll be press ups. Be ups. Uh, air, like air boxing, if that's Self what you call it. Shadow boxing. Go home and, yeah, shadow boxing. <laughs> He'll go home and, I don't know, just defrost his fridge, or freezer rather, <laughs> with his fists and his pants, just angry. You could, uh, you could maybe suggest that that was the, his last chance to really win it. 
You might say oh, that. Don't let him hear that. Oh, it'd be, no. a shame, it'd be a shame for Lionel Messi to suffer a very serious injury, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what Ronaldo's thinking. Yeah, I, if, I, it's such a shame about old Ronaldo because he's one of the greatest players of all time. His stats yeah. are unbelievable. And we're mm. like, yeah. <laughs> but, did, but does anyone really... I mean, I, I don't care about the Ballon d'Or, really. I'd see it as a bit no, of no, a No, I'm not saying it's a shame, the Ballon d'Or. No. I'm assuming that we are talking about him like but this. But it's, it's mm. more, though, that you know it means something to them. So it sort of it, it's, it's, yeah, it's means more to, to that rivalry, isn't it? It specifically means more to him than yeah. any other player because yeah. he's a bit of an individual. Yeah, but Marcus, I think the part of the reason we're talking about him in this way is clearly because he patently gets annoyed about this stuff. Yeah. If yeah. he didn't care, yeah. we wouldn't. If, if Messi lost out four times in a row, I don't mm. think we'd be doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah, Messi yeah. seems to be a lot more humble. Should, Whether that's true or not, I yeah, don't know. I, I wonder about that. He should yeah. take a leaf out of Yaya Toure's uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. He took that very well. We'll come on to that in a sec. Now, but that'll be after a short break. Watch out now, it's getting too hot to handle the screens. Somebody falls around. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At Bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Don't forget the Football Ramble preview show this Friday, sponsored by Bet365, where we make fools of ourselves, but have a good time doing it. A little bit more La Liga to talk about. Barcelona, four Granada, zero. Messi scored his 33rd hat-trick of his career. That is incredible. That's a lot of threes. <laughs> almost 100 goals of hat-tricks. Ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous, yeah. Jimmy. Uh, there was some <laughs> funny uh, stuff came out about Luis Suarez. Apparently when they played yeah. Espanyol, the referee said at the end of the game, once in the tunnel, Luis Suarez, while the Espanyol players were coming up the stairs, waited for them and shouted at them on various occasions, I'm waiting for you, come here, you're a waste of space. <laughs> <laughs> Can I be the first to say... Here it comes. <laughs> yeah. He's been quiet, isn't he? Yeah. He's, he seemed to you know, be a little bit of a reformed character, just getting his head down, playing his football, but yeah. here we are. No, do, you no. remember, do you remember when we went to Barcelona? We went to like a football memorabilia shop, and it was all Barcelona, and Espanyol had a really small corner. Maybe yeah. he meant that. You're a waste of shop space. Yeah. <laughs> There's no point in being here. We should flog more Barcelona mugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No one's buying your key rings. It's impossible to see that shop without being feeling sorry for Espanyol. I think if I, if I lived in Spain, I would automatically want to support Espanyol because of that. 
I was. I remember you were looking at the things, and I was outside looking at the animals that have caged up on uh, La Ramblas. Yeah. <laughs> I think we. I think we ate, we ate um, Barcelona branded crisps as well, did we not? Oh, we did. Oh, I yeah. ate loads of them. Yeah. And uh, drank that beer they keep in the sewers to keep it cool. Oh, the red, the red, the red cans stuff. Of beer, yeah. Yeah. Mm, uh, Is it Estrella? No, it's not. No. That's Portuguese, I think. Mabes. Mabes. Uh, oh, Gary Neville's still without his first league win. Oh, oh I don't want him to get Gene sacked. Nev. Come on, Nev. He won't get sacked. His, his mate's the boss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's fine. He's fine. Um, for a good, he's good for a few seasons. Everyone starts being like, like, like the boss's mate, and, exactly, then they, and then yeah. they lose matches. You know, he's also got the old, uh, well, you know, this happened to Fergie. Is that what he said? Uh, yeah, he could yeah. do it, couldn't he? He could do. Could pull it out. Yeah. Mm. Sort uh, of happened to Fergie. Uh, Letty back on top <laughs> of the league with a win. In 19 games, they've conceded eight goals in the league. <laughs> Fantastic. It really is. It really is. Um, Yeah, we're talking about awards, of course. Uh, African Player of the Year, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang won the Mm. award. Well, did did he deserve it, though? (laughs) Did he deserve it with his 26 goals in 27 games or whatever it is? Breaking a record in the Bundesliga. And I know you're going to come on to what Yaya Torre says in a minute, but the thing about Yaya Torre is, like, it is completely unquestionable. (laughs) This is a fact. He does not try in a lot of his games. So if that's his own decision, fine, but don't moan about this sort of stuff because Aubameyang's having a really good time of it at the moment. As well, uh, uh, Yaya Torre is clearly annoyed that in 2015, Ivory Coast won the Africa Cup of Nations. Mm. And he should have thus been given the award because he thinks, obviously, he's the best African player and, of course, matched with that as well because he said, we favour more what's abroad than our own continent. That is pathetic. But every award he won, and then he, he won, what, the la- the previous four, yeah. it's nothing to do with what has happened on In the Africa. continent of Africa. Yeah, Absolutely. It's happened yeah. with Europe. I mean, right. it's quite startling, he's, really. He's a strange character, isn't he? We spoke he a little while ago about how um, he was kicking off in the press saying that nobody sort of mentioned his name as being one of the standout players of last season, even though loads of people did. Yeah. And he said something like, I scored 20 goals and got 10 assists and it, it, in reality the figures were something like 11 goals and, yeah. and 7 assists and like he's, he's got that high an opinion of himself he can edit things that have already happened well, do you remember to the, be more impressive than they actually his, were without bothering to check his own stats yeah. he just assumes he's basically well, twice as good as he's been in addition to, Mental, that, in addition to that Jim if you look at his, his stats I mean it's not, it's not just about stats and I'll take the point about Ivory Coast winning the, winning the Africa Cup of Nations but his stats for 2015 he scored exactly half the amount of goals he scored in 2013-2014 so he's dropped off uh, yeah. in, in, in many, many measures. Um, so he can't really have any complaints. But allied to the fact that a lot of time, he doesn't even bother. He yeah. does not bother. Sorry, Jim, go on. He, he might as well have just bumped into Aubameyang while he was picking up the award and going, whoa, 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 whoa I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to yeah. let you finish. <laughs> Do a Kanye. Yeah. Someone, someone needs to buy him a birthday cake and pretty quick. Mm. Well, I, I, I don't know who actually came up with the stats, but uh, Sky certainly uh, published them. Uh, Pellegrini came out and basically said, look, everyone says that he looks a bit leggy in matches, but... It, stats-wise, he does run more than most, uh, and Torre does cover more ground than most in the Manchester City team. He runs more than more than Fernandinho, for example. He runs more than Sterling. But uh, the most telling stat is that he sprints less and way less right. than everyone else. Mm. He, he, the intensity isn't there. So sprints per match this season, Fabian Delf does more. It does nearly eighty, and Torre does uh, nearly twenty, sort of mid twenties. That's really interesting. Which is incredible, and it's, that's probably why he's rarely injured. To be fair, and he's been an ever-present yeah. all season, and he. He scored four of his last five in the last five 15 minutes of no, matches. He, he so has he, been injured He maintains... He maint, no, but he's, he, he, he's played a lot of matches this season. It, it's strange with Torre because if you looked at him when he played at Barcelona, he was box-to-box and he was yeah. he yeah. was superb. And, of course, in his first 
few seasons. I mean, he's still a good player for Manchester City. In his first couple of seasons at Man City, again, he was just incredible. You know, but no, I mean, no, he's, no he's uh, <clears throat> 32 now, so yeah. Uh, no one's questioning. Know, it. No one's questioning. And I'll leave that there. No one's questioning. He's got the ability. He has got yeah. the ability. I think he's played about an average amount of games this season. I think. Mm. But the thing is, my 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 point about Yaya Torre is that if you talk about all that, I didn't know anything about all those stats. But my 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 inkling would be that the amount of effort he puts in running back towards his own goal is nowhere near as much as he puts in going towards the other end. Mm. As Marcus said, he used to be a real box-to-box player. In fact, that's what he was sort of really known for. I mean, mm. he played a lot. Mm. He, 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 I think from memory at Barcelona, the season he they won the Champions League, I'm pretty sure he played deeper, didn't he? He, didn't he played yeah. centre-back in the final, I think. Right, there we go, yeah, so... Yeah, well, he clearly. Oh, either way, this is all childish. I mean, Aubameyang's having a great time of it. Yeah, yeah that's right. Single, so it's well, so like, but if you look at Torre's agents uh, chat about Guardiola, you know, Pep's a great coach, but the truth is that my grandfather would win the title with Barcelona and Bayern Munich because they are great big clubs with great players. I mean, that Barcelona side edged out Mourinho's uh, Madrid, of course. I'd like yeah. to see Pep take a club that is eighth or ninth and make them champions. And this is, you know, Guardiola sold Yaya Torre when he was at Barcelona. Yeah. Clearly, Torre and his agent are. In cahoots there. In it's, 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 you don't mean, so. none, of, none of us need <laughs> well, to say yeah. it's nonsense, but that team won a treble. Uh, but yeah, great stuff for uh, Aubameyang and, and a worthy winner. Uh, should we go on to the highlights of the week with Luke Moore? There I am, guys. Go on then, old sport. I've already given you a lot of highlights of my week on this show so far, but I've got some from the listeners here. Mihal <laughs> um, Maguire, which is an excellent name. I mean, it's, mm. this is from Facebook, so you can never tell if it's the real name or not. But anyway, he says, I... I um, I retweeted a Mikel Forcell tweet about going to an In-N-Out burger in LA and the man himself tweeted me back assuring me that he's training hard. I also once... <laughs> but- I also once bumped into Yari Lippmann in the airport, so now all I need to do is meet Sammy Hippier and I've finished football. <laughs> excellent. Yeah, Absolutely nice. excellent. Yeah, like that's that. excellent. Um, what else we got? Oh, yeah, this is a good one from Matt Williamson. Maurizio, uh, I think it's Maurizio Sarri, who's the manager of Napoli, um, was sent off uh, during the game uh, in midweek. And uh, he insisted in the game afterwards that he got sent off on purpose so he could enjoy a cigarette in the stands. <laughs> and there, are pictures, there are pictures of him smoking in the stands as well, Lovely. which is fantastic. Um, what else have I got here? Um, oh, Joe Hall's been in touch. This is a bit of a dig at me and sort of you, I think. He says, my low lot of the week was the trebuchet chat on last week's ramble. Uh-oh. At least get your medieval era mechanical artillery devices right, guys. You've embarrassed yourselves there. Can I be the ramble's official military historian? Well, Joe, you've not expanded yeah, on that. Anyone can say that. And that. also his attitude's not great there. <laughs> If, no. if because any, you just we're you, generally really polite to each other, aren't we? <laughs> if, if anything, the rocks hit you, Luke, and it's bounced into me. But he's not. Yeah, he's from not. From the exp- He's not expanding on it at all. So we give, let's give him a chance to redeem himself next week. What's the yeah. one that Robin of Loxley and uh, that's oh, a trebuchet? Yeah. That, that's well, a trebuchet. Is that no? When that's they a catapult, most, isn't it? When they it fire wasn't them over the wall. That was just a spring, wasn't it? It was just pulled back. Oh yeah, the trebuchet is the big one with the pulleys and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can't. With the counterweight. Catapult is just the tension of the the wood, isn't it? I think it's pulled back with like a like a yeah like a sort of like a bow and arrow type thing. Oh god, we're digging ourselves a massive hole. Yeah. Just find we? out for next week, guys. <laughs> yeah. Don't Anyone else? Any more, Luke? Um, no, I haven't really got any more. Michel right. Platini announcing that he uh, won't be a candidate for FIFA presidency was one of mine. I'm withdrawing from the race for FIFA presidency. I'm fiddling while the, the big t- glass house burns. You can't fire me. I already quit. The timing. <laughs> Is not good for me. No, it isn't. Um, <laughs> because you're because, banned. banned and you're not allowed to. I have not been given the chance to play the game. Bye bye FIFA. Bye bye FIFA presidency. Oh my goodness. Mm. He did not get a chance to play the game. That's, yeah, exactly. that's why we gave him so much bloody rope. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, he'd just be an horrible accountant man. Now, you, I know you'll be a fan of this one, Pete. Um, 
Los Angeles FC, LAFC. Mm. A new MLS team will join the league in 2018 and Big Will Ferrell is co-owner along with their former player Mia Hamm and a few other business types. Mm. He played in that um, match on telly, didn't he? In a charity uh, match. Will Ferrell, he loves mm. his football. I think yeah. he was um, spotted... Was he spotted singing or or dancing or some sort of jubilant uh, act with the uh, the American Outlaws during the 2014 World Cup yeah, in Brazil? Yeah, that rings a bell. Yeah. I've got one more highlight here if you want it. From Oi, Robert he's Dinsey. a good football man. <laughs> <laughs> from Robert Dinsey, he says, my highlight was Phil Brown's post-match team oh, rollicking, yeah. lasting a few minutes shy of two hours after Swindon came from Tuna down to win 4-2 against Brown South End. That's wow. class. That, that, is in. <laughs> that is your textbook. You Commodore know, Garden, Phil Brown. Yeah, that. You know what you're getting there. You and know what you're getting there. The thing about it was, I completely forgot about that and I actually heard Phil Brown again on the radio um, after that and he was absolutely loving it and he was saying the thing is though and he, and he was doing that thing he does with the interviewer he take, uses like his first name yeah. the thing is Gary I've taken a gamble there that'll either, <laughs> that'll either pay off or it won't you know <laughs> but I mean, he was going saying stuff like that's the kind of manager I am you know yeah. it's like massively lauded did, did, did I ever yeah. say that thing that somebody said on Twitter I can't remember who said it so really apologies uh, kick here uh, Sanchez, Sanchez Flores um is what Phil Brown thinks he looks like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I think yeah. is a beautiful Absolutely. piece of work. I think he also, Sanchez Flores, is. A, I thought he's, he's a cross between Phil Brown and uh, and uh, Hugh Laurie, isn't yeah. he? House. Yeah, House. Specifically as House. Yeah. 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 <laughs> My highlight of the week is the social media narrative that we overuse the word narrative. So, oh, yeah. Stop saying narrative, guys. Stop saying yoghurt, guys. That'll definitely play into the highlights of the week narrative. If you're annoyed that we keep repeating the same stuff on this show, this show is not for you. <laughs> 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 because sometimes we have busy weeks and we haven't had time to think of a new stuff. But do come back. <laughs> yeah, just download it. Mm. Keep going. Let's have a website wound up. So uh, this, <laughs> this week on the footballramble.com, Paul Tisdale issues a challenge to Graham Wesley's title of the most ramble manager in the history of the world. Very on point. Craig Foster's innovative approach to mascot appreciation is greeted with the bafflement it deserves. Birmingham City completely odd. misunderstand the point of club-related merchandise. And Kelly reckons she's found the magic of the FA Cup hiding in plain sight. You can follow her at Kelly Wells. She talks rubbish there too. Sorry, that's at Kelly underscore Wells. Kelly had a great yeah. idea. She said, over there. David, David Bowie should have been given the Ballon d'Or. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> Ronaldo yeah. would still be absolutely fuming. Arsene Wenger commented on it, didn't he? He was on he the first one, yeah. Arsene Wenger was... He said that David Bowie was very important for people of my generation. His message was very important. Oh. Good man. Mm. Yeah. Excellent. Any more for any more? Nope. No. Say goodbye, Jim. Oh, Good. sorry. Hang on. Hang on. You can get in touch with this uh, show at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at footballramble. The website is thefootballramble.com. We're on the Facebook and Instagram and all the rest of it. Sorry, Jim. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. And goodbye from me. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.